Hello and welcome to Rando Rob. Each week on Rando Rob, I'll be showing and discussing one item from my large collection of collections. New shows appear every Monday and throughout the week, I'll be adding older episodes of Rando Rob that were previously only available to my Patreon subscribers. You can watch episodes of Rando Rob on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Rob O'Hara. Just look for the Rando Rob playlist. Audio versions of the show are available on my website at podcast.robohara.com or through iTunes. Just search for Rando Rob. Thanks for watching or listening, and I hope you enjoy this vintage episode of Rando Rob. So, so anyway, when we got home, one of the things that I wanted to do was watch Clerks 3. I've been following the progress of Clerks 3. It's difficult to say that I'm a fan of Kevin Smith, uh, but I just did it. But I watched Clerks when it was new. I liked Clerks. I've seen all his films. I've seen his View Askew films, which are all the films that take place in the Clerks universe. That would be Clerks, Mallrats. Uh, I think Dogma falls into that. Well, Dogma, yeah, has Jay and Silent Bob. and uh, So that falls into the View Askew universe, or some people just say the View Askew universe. So I've been watching those films since they came out, including all the Jay and Silent Bob, uh, Jay and Silent Bob films. So I know that there were problems in getting Clerks 3 made, the biggest problem was that Jeff Anderson, who's the actor who portrays Randall, didn't want to do it. He said he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do Clerks 2, but he came back and he did do Clerks 2. And then I believe there was some questions about his pay. There was something, but he retired from acting. He used the money that he made. He went and bought a cabin out in the woods. He's very happy. Did not want to return for another film. There was some bad blood between him and Kevin Smith because I'm sure the way Kevin Smith sees it is that without Randall, they can't make another Clerks movie. Clerks is Dante and Randall, the two clerks, along with Jay and Silent Bob and whoever happens to be drawn into <laughs> their gravitational pull at the time. But you have to have Randall and without Randall, there's no clerks three. There was a script for clerks three for a long time. It fell through because Jeff, I call him Jeff. Like I'm on first name basis with an actor I've never met, but Jeff Anderson did not want to do it. And so that was the end of that. Eventually he came back into the fold. I think Kevin Smith, uh, after Kevin Smith had his heart attack, he reached out, he, uh, made some apologies to some people. I know he apologized to Ben Affleck who he had called out publicly in the media. They'd had some public beef and I know he apologized to Jeff Anderson. When I say, I know, I mean, I read it online, not like either one of them called and told me I'm making this sound like I know these people. I don't know these people. So anyway, I knew clerks three was coming out. I was very excited. We left on this trip and then it was released on a video on demand. So by the, when I, we got home, I was ready to watch Clerks 3. So I did watch Clerks 3. I will not spoil anything about the movie, but I will tell you things that are in the trailer, the general gist of the film, which is <clears throat> that Randall suffers a heart attack in the first five minutes of the film. And he 
basically tells Dante he doesn't feel like, even though his life was spared, he doesn't feel like he has lived a life worth saving. And they have a conversation. And based on that conversation, Randall decides he is going to make a movie based on their experience of working at the quick stop convenience store. Now, Kevin Smith has been on this meta. I don't know what the word is. Uh, meta train. He did it in Jalen, Jay and silent Bob's reboot, which was the last Jay and silent Bob movie in which, uh, Jay and silent Bob who are fictional characters were there. They start in a movie called uh, Chronic or Bluntman and Chronic, which was a parody of Batman and Robin. <clears throat> and then there was a movie made about the movie that they starred in that has different actors playing them, and they all went to Comic Con. And so it's it's people that are in a movie who a movie was made about who are rebooting that movie. I mean, it just gets into all these layers. And it would be different if the movie was great, but the movie wasn't great. And so Kevin Smith is one of the most transparent writers on the planet. And so he had a, what they call a widow maker, I guess, heart attack in, in 2018. And based off of that, when he recovered, he said, what have I been doing with my life? I've got to get out and, and make the world's greatest movie. And so, uh, the plot of clerks three is that Randall, who had a heart attack, just like Kevin Smith in real life, has decided that he wants to make a movie based off of his experiences of working in the quick shop where they work in the movie. So the movie in Clerks 3 that they begin making is essentially the original Clerks, which we already saw back in 1994. We already saw Clerks, which was a movie based on uh, Kevin Smith's experiences working in the quick stop. He just had actors portraying the people that were in his life. So it's very meta. Uh, again, they are making basically their version of Clerks. <clears throat> so it's, it, it, it's very layered and, and mirrors real life. There are some surprises in the film. I would say overall, it's okay. Uh, some of the, what Kevin Smith likes to do, if you're a writer, you can't write a story like, let's talk about Indiana Jones, just making this up off the top of my head. You can't have a story about Indiana Jones and go the whole two hours and then at the very end have Indiana Jones face an obstacle where he has to be able to pick a lock and then have Indiana Jones say, oh, by the way, I'm a master lock pick and then pick the lock. You can't do that. The way you have to do it is early on in the film, you have to establish that Indiana Jones knows how to pick locks. Now, if you're an amateur, you only do it one time. Uh, and sometimes these directors and writers do it after the fact. So what they do is they write a two hour movie. And then at the very end, they have a lock that needs to be picked. And they say, gosh, Indiana Jones is going to pick the lock. And then they go back and they make a 30 second reference at the beginning of the movie where Indiana Jones is picking a lock. So it's just a very quick reference. And then at the end, it pays off. 
That's not the best way to do it. The best way to do it is to have it be a part of that person's character. If you want to have somebody who is a daredevil and does amazing escapes at the end of a movie, maybe that person is like one of those uh, extreme sports people. And, And multiple times throughout the film, you see them paragliding or base jumping or skateboarding or doing those types of things. And now it's their character. And then their character is able to do this action that is required of them at the end of the film. The lazy way to do it is to go back to the beginning of the film and put in a quick conversation where a guy says, yeah, I used to skateboard. And then at the end of the film, you throw in a scene where they skateboard and you, while you're watching it, you can say to yourself, yeah, they did mention that he knew how to skateboard, but you, it wasn't really part of his character. It was just like something that was tacked on. And that's what Kevin Smith does. And especially that's what Kevin Smith does when it comes to emotional type scenes where he doesn't build towards something. He just drops a hint at the beginning of his movie. And then at the very end, he has some big emotional thing happen and you could say, well, I guess he played by the rules. He did mention it at the beginning, but it wasn't something that that character was doing throughout the entire film. It was just a simple throwaway line at the beginning. And then something happens at the end and it feels very cheap. And it feels like Kevin Smith is not a very good writer. And I think that's I like Kevin Smith and I like his characters and his dialogue is kooky. You either like Kevin Smith dialogue or you don't. It's a lot like Quentin Tarantino movies. You either like those styles of the big diatribes that the characters give or you don't. That's just his style and that's Kevin Smith's style as well. So you either like him or you don't. If someone told me there were going to be 10 more Clerks movies, I probably wouldn't have watched Clerks 3 to be honest with you. But knowing that this is supposed to be the end of the trilogy, this wraps up possibly the entire viewers universe uh, and definitely wraps up the clerk story. I had to watch it. I wanted to watch it. I hate watching a movie that I think I'm probably not going to love because it's almost feels like an obligation. I felt like that at a point for some of the star Wars things that I've watched. It's not necessarily out of entertainment. It's out of obligation. So Anyway, why am I rambling on about Kevin Smith and Clerks and Clerks 3? And the reason I am is because of the rando Rob item that I have brought to show to you today. And that is this giant silent bob figure. (laughs) Look at that bad boy. Um, I... If you had seen me in the early to mid nineties, there's a very good chance that this is exactly what I would have been wearing. I had a trench coat that I loved wearing. I'm more of a hoodie guy. And I believe in some of the films, silent Bob. And and if you don't know, Uh, this is Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith, the writer and director of all the clerks movies and mall rats and dogma and all those plays silent Bob. I think most people know that, but if you, if you're not a fan of these films, you might not know that. So anyway, this, this is, uh, essentially a character of Kevin Smith. I believe this 
came out around the time when they made the Clerks animated series. I'll tell you a quick thing. I don't, I'm not an expert on that Clerks animated series, but the Clerks animated series was supposed to be an animated series. They made six episodes to begin with. They began airing them out of order. They didn't, they didn't air them in the proper order. So they didn't really make sense. And they only aired four of them. And then the show was canceled. So they only made six. So if you buy, there's a DVD box set called the clerks, the animated series, the complete collection, you're getting six cartoons. Uh, they didn't, they only made six. So I believe this is uh, how silent Bob appears in the cartoons. And I think this was a figure uh, for that. So, uh, I won't go over everything, every little detail, but I believe in some of the movies he wore a hoodie and then a jacket over it. And I used to do that all the time. I love putting on a hoodie and then a coat on over it and have the hood hang out over the coat. Now in this, he's not, not doing that. Kevin Smith had in the first few movies had longer hair and his hair came out the back and then I don't remember when he cut his hair, but silent Bob has been wearing a wig in all the movies ever since the backwards baseball cap. That was a go-to look for me for sure. I wear my baseball cap backwards, probably 50% of the time. I find that it doesn't look as great as I thought it did. And especially the older I get, it seems a little weird. So I've been trying to wear it forward more often than not, but given my druthers, uh, yeah, I'm definitely a, a backwards baseball cap guy. This is a, a normal look for me around the house, working out in the garage, driving in the car. This is not uncommon. So you've got silent Bob here backwards baseball cap. He's got the trimmed beard. Uh, I haven't been shaving the underneath side here of my beard. I, I think there's insulting terms like neck beard and things like that for people like me that grow it all the way down. Oh, well. Uh, but when I was younger, I did trim it just like his. And I kind of stopped doing it because people would say to me, wow, you look like silent Bob. Like you look like I looked like I was, doing oh, what's the word like where people dress up like like cosplay i suppose i look like i was doing cosplay of silent bob because this is what i look like i look like a fat guy who wore a trench coat the backwards baseball hat i had the same beard he even has i don't know if these are uh technically if they're converse but they're supposed to look like converse but i used to wear converse he has the gray socks here. I have, I'm wearing gray socks right now. I mean, this is basically my look. Now, the one thing that I find interesting about this is that uh, now the only thing that's, he is a little poseable, his feet turn uh, or rotate. But when you do that, he doesn't stand up as well. Uh, this doesn't really turn, but his hand turns here. And as you can see, he's, as I turn his hand, he's holding a cigarette. Now he does smoke in the movies and I know he smoked in real life. He has since quit. I believe now he just smokes weed. <laughs> that's his, if you listen to his podcast, he just talks about how much weed he smokes all day, every day. That's, that's his big thing. Um, <clears throat> um, but, uh, so you could 
kind of turn his wrist like that. But that's about it. It's not really a poseable thing. That's more of a thing that you would uh, put on a shelf. <clears throat> not thrilled about the cigarette thing. Uh, but what are you going to do? I mean, it's it's an action figure of a guy that smoked. So Now, <clears throat> there's a, a store near me. There's a small chain of stores here in the Southwest called Vintage Stock. Vintage Stock specializes in used C well, it's kind of a music store. There's a lot of UCDs. They've moved into vinyl. They have a lot of vinyl now, but they also have used DVDs, a big giant used DVD section CDs. I mentioned records. I mentioned what else mm, posters, things like that. But they also have a toy section. Now, depending on which location you go to, some have larger toy sections than others. There's some new toys there. Their new toys are, frankly, a little overpriced. Sometimes I'll buy them. They're, like if action figures everywhere else are $5 there, they'll be $5.99, <laughs> like that kind of thing. So sometimes I do shop there because it's a locally owned chain. It's not that local. <laughs> so if I'm looking for something cheap, I'll probably go to a, a bigger chain or, or buy it online. But vintage stock allows people to, they buy used items. They will buy used video games, used CDs. I, they don't pay very much. I, I went there one time. I was standing behind a guy in line who was trading in, I think 20 CDs and they offered him $13. <laughs> Which is the reason I have a thousand CDs in my garage because I won't sell them for 50 cents each, but they have a huge selection of used toys. But again, the, the point that I'm getting to is that each location's a little different. There's one location that only seems to specialize in Japanese, uh, style, like toy robots and anime things and, Stuff like that. Their whole toy section is is like that. And then they have like samurai swords. And uh, it, it's all it's all things that relate to that. But the one that's closest to me. So there's one that has the biggest record collection of all the local. There's four, I believe, vintage stocks around the Oklahoma City metro area. And there's some also in Texas. And I know there's some in Arkansas. But each one's a little different. That, that's my point. And the one that's near me, it has the largest used toy collection. They have tons of vintage Star Wars toys. They have old Transformers. They have old He-Man things. They have lots of weird collectible stuff. And so one time when I went in there, they had this. But if you've seen these films and you know and you've heard people talk about them, there are two characters, Jay and Silent Bob. So Jay is the skinnier character that is played by Jason Mewes. He, they're both apparently drug dealers in the movie. And Jay is the one who talks. Silent Bob traditionally doesn't talk except for when he does, which is usually once a movie, he has some little speech that he gives. So I remember going in and seeing this thing. And if I remember correctly, it was priced at $50. Jay, the other character, was also priced at $50. So to own them both would have been $100. Now, I was not interested in spending A, $100, or B, 
$50. That's too much money for a piece of plastic that you're going to put on your shelf. That's essentially a joke that says, Hey, there's a big fat toy that looks like me. So I didn't buy it and I would go in there every time and I would look and I was just not interested. So if you sign up on vintage stocks website or their email list, they have coupons that they will mail out. A lot for every three-day holiday, they always have things like buy one, get one half price, uh, or, or buy two, get one free. Though They kind of cycle through those, those two things. But I believe sometime around when I first signed up, they sent out a, a coupon that said half price off of any one item. And so when I saw that coupon, I knew exactly what I was going to spend it on. <laughs> And I went to vintage stock and I walked back to the toy section and I said, and these were like really tall on this shelf. Like I couldn't even reach it. And I was like, can you get, get that down for me? And a guy came over with a little stepladder and he got it down and then he started getting the other one. I go, no, 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 just, just the one. And he said, well, you know, they're like in the movie. I go, yeah, I know who they are. They're Jay and Silent Bob. Um, but, uh, I just want the Silent Bob. And the guy said, well, why would you want just the one? I go, cause I don't look like the other guy. <laughs> I think when I went in there, I specifically wore a backwards baseball hat, maybe even a trench coat. And I said, I don't look like the other guy. I look like that guy. And that's the one I want to get. And this guy, this employee just looked heartbroken. And he said to me, well, how are we just going to sell Jay? And I said, Maybe somebody will come in here that looks like Jay. <laughs> it's not my problem. If you, if you really wanted to sell them both at the same time, they should have been packaged together as a couple deal, but they weren't, they were priced individually and I just wanted this one. And so I think I paid $25 for this, which I think is still a lot of money. Uh, probably not anymore in today's market. I've owned this thing for probably, I don't know, 10, 15 years. And it normally sits on a shelf. It has been out in the garage since I moved. And I was out in the garage earlier today. While I was there, I decided to grab a couple of things to come in and, and keep populating the shelves. It's a project I really want to finish. I'm going to work on it this winter. When I saw this, I thought, I'm bringing that in. And I thought, what a great thing to talk about after having seen Clerks 3 over the weekend the problem with things like this, they don't display great on shelves. You have to either set up a shelf of tall things. And if you remember, let me, I'm going to adjust the camera momentarily. I have a whole collection of the stupid, um, 18 inch star Wars figures that I bought, uh, that were released from Jack specific, I don't even, I have zero nostalgia attachment to those. Um, I could probably go through and pick three if I really wanted to keep them, but, uh, but the shelves are at the right height where you could put them and they're just the right height where they can sit on top of the shelves. Now I do have other things I could have put on top of those shelves, but that's what's there today. So uh, maybe silent Bob will join those guys up there. I do have some room on the, the top shelves, uh, straight above me here, but the problem is I don't look 
up there. I don't sit here like this, like, look at those great toys up there. Uh, they do add to the ambiance of fill in the room, but it's kind of hard to, to see those things on a daily basis. So I don't know. I'll find a spot for old Silent Bob here. Uh, I think, uh, uh, you know, this will be a fitting tribute to the end of the Clerks franchise. I don't think there will be another Clerks movie based off of having seen Clerks 3. They pretty much bring the story to an end. So I'm curious if anybody else is, has seen Clerks 3 or if they're interested in it. Uh, feel free to leave comments on the Patreon post. If you have seen it, don't spoil anything in the movie for those that haven't seen it yet. I'm a, I'm a, I go overboard in an attempt not to spoil things. I don't think the younger generation, I've talked about this before. I don't think the younger generation cares quite as much about having things spoiled, but I don't like to have things spoiled. I have been scrolling on Twitter every time that I saw something about Halloween ends, which was the new Halloween movie, which is supposed to be the conclusion of the Halloween Michael Myers story or clerks three, I would immediately avert my eyes and scroll past it because I didn't want to know anything about those two films until I had the opportunity to see them this weekend. And I did see both movies this weekend. So Bob, thanks for hanging out with me today. We're going to find you a good spot over on the shelf over there. And then we are going to start working on the next episode of You Don't Know Flack. My wife is headed out of town tomorrow and will be back Friday. So she will be gone Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Now, Wednesday, I'm busy at work during the day and I will be streaming at night. So that's a bad day for podcasting. But Thursday is a great day for podcasting. So if I were a betting man, I would be looking for a new episode of you don't know flack to be posted sometimes thursday so thanks everybody for hanging in by the way uh i think that i mentioned this on the previous video uh but i did pause the patreon billing at the beginning of the month so nobody should have been uh billed for the month of october at the beginning of the month I didn't, I only put out one or maybe two podcasts last month, maybe only one. That was a, a tough month to get things done. And I know a lot of you have said, Hey, we're, we're here to support you. And believe me, super appreciated. And just having the feedback and the emails and the comments on Patreon, all that stuff. There were days where that got me through. <laughs> there were some rough days in there, but I didn't feel that it was appropriate to charge people who have signed up under the auspice of supporting my podcasts and then not producing content and taking people's money just didn't feel right to me. So, uh, I paused. That's what I do right there. I go, so, um, and then I cut it to, Oh, why don't you let me do that, Bob? <laughs> Shy burn me. Uh, so <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, it's a three stooges channel now. So, I didn't think that was right to do. So I did pause that. So no one should have been charged for this month, but it has been turned back on. So uh, charges will resume on November 1st. We're heading into the final stretch of 2022. We've got some shows planned. I've got some scripts 
I'm in the process of working on and who knows what will happen by the end of the year. Right, Bob? All right, everybody. I will see you. Uh, if you show up to the stream, I'll see you tomorrow night. Otherwise, be looking for a you don't know flack. Uh, what? What? Thursday, Bob says. <laughs> oh, boy. Now I'm a ventriloquist act.